0: The TNT Shop has great gift ideas for your furry family member
1: at TNTradio.live. The Steve Malzberg Show on today's News Talk Radio, TNT. All right, folks, I could not have ordered a better intro there. A little segue between the the end of the news and the beginning of this show, The Furry Friend. We'll get to that in just a moment here. But first, of course, it's four minutes past the hour of 9 p.m. on Thursday night. Uh, here on the east coast of the United States, you know what day and time it is wherever you are partaking of the Steve Molsberg Show right here <clears throat> on TNT. Getting all choked up. Wow, this is a you know as a dog owner and yeah, dog lover. I mean, you know, it's not like I'm obsessed with with other people's dogs, but I've 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 been blessed with uh, two great dogs in my lifetime, and um, and I love them both to death. Um, but this story. This story is, is, is really, it's horrific. It's really horrific. Um, the New York Post says that um, Joe Biden gave away the German Shepherd commander. That's the second dog he had to give away. The first one was given away because it attacked Secret Service agents. This dog has attacked about two dozen times Secret Service agents protecting Joe Biden and the First Family. This is not a joking matter. It's not a laughing matter. This is serious. Because if you live in the real world and your dog bites someone, there's a good chance you could have that dog taken away. If your dog does it twice, you're almost assured that that dog's going to be taken away. 24 times? Understand what I'm about to say here. Two examples. You had one in the East Wing. They had to cancel tours of the White House while they mopped up the blood from a, a Secret Service agent who was attacked by a commander and was dripping blood everywhere from his arm. There was another Secret Service agent who was attacked, bitten on the arm. Deep puncture wounds, lots of blood gone, stitches needed. This is not a joke. This is not a joke at all. And these are the people charged with taking care of and protecting Biden and his family. Now, what causes a dog to be that aggressive? I don't know. What causes two dogs, one after the other, to be that aggressive? You got to start looking at the people that the dogs are living with. And I don't mean the Secret Service. Now, I don't know what they do to these dogs or whatever. They look peaceful when they're around Joe. I mean, they lie on the floor in the Oval Office. We have pictures of Commander and all that kind of stuff. He walks them on the beach, you know, stage photo, whatever. But this is not good. And I don't know how any serious person, left, right, center, whatever, could say, ah, (laughs) that's so funny. It's not funny. I mean, dogs could kill you. And if they hit the right spot, you could lose a lot of blood. So we've established that. So, so, I mean, I, I didn't hear this part of the story. This all came out today for the most part about all the the 24-plus bites and attacks on Secret Service. But I saw the New York Post story, uh, by coincidence, uh, dated yesterday, 21st here on the East Coast, uh, here in the United States. And it says uh, the headline is, um, Biden gives away commander after dog draws blood with attacks on Secret Service at the White House vacation home, according to documents. I didn't see that mentioned elsewhere. Maybe I missed that part, but nonetheless, so I think we could all agree, I guess there'll be an exception here or there, that this is a very serious matter. Now, he gave it away to a family member. (laughs) What do you do with a dog who attacks people? Give it away to a family member. I mean, you don't want to put it down, I understand, but really? A family member? Isn't it dangerous? The dog was dangerous enough when he was with you, and he was attacking people. Now you're taking him out of his element and putting them with, I guess, a stranger or someone he doesn't know as well. What could happen? Are there kids around? Just sick stuff, which is usual for the Bidens. Now, I said there'd probably be a few people who, you know, one or two out there who find humor in this or, or you know, say, oh, well, dogs bite people, that's okay, which is sick, twisted, and demented, all three at once. Well, guess where some of those few uh, call home? The View. Ah, oh, yes, The View found it was so interesting. The View just loved this story. I mean, what's a dog supposed to do? I mean, these people are nuts. They're literally, in my opinion, nuts. If it was Trump's dog, it would be Trump's fault. He should be arrested for, you know, the dog biting the Secret Service agents. He should lose Secret Service protection. Watch, of course, that would be what they'd say. But it's Biden's dog. So, well, well, what's the dog supposed to do? You don't believe me? I didn't believe me either. But now I believe me. So uh, let's take a look here. Um, first and foremost at um, 255. Welcome back. A Secret Service report was just released
2: about a Biden family member (laughs) who's caused a lot of controversy at the White House. Yeah. Their dog, (laughs) his name is Commander. The report found that there were at least This is a lot. This is a lot. 24 (laughs) incidents of him biting folks. (laughs) Well, it makes you wonder, what did he see that nobody else saw? (laughs) Yeah, right? Look, 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 look. Okay, look. Look at him. Uh-huh. He is standing there. You must he have is... missed the 24 he's... bite part of this story when you all oh. He's saying something. He had... look. Oh, he's, cute. he's like, I know you got something in your pocket. Yeah,
3: we see. I
2: don't it. know what it is. You can say it's your hand, but uh, let me check. Yeah. And he checked, and it was the guy's hand.
1: Okay. Okay. What kind of illness are these people suffering from they show a picture of it and the audience goes oh and well what did the dog see that that everybody else didn't see of course the dog attacked <laughs> folks I, I you know I, I don't i don't even I, I couldn't even psychoanalyze her with this this view on this on on the view no pun intended there, or whatever. Uh, I, I, I can't. I, I don't even know what to say. And you leave me speechless, and that's a pretty good thing to do. That's a pretty tough thing to do. I mean, you got to be out of your freaking mind. So here's uh cut two fifty-six.
4: I have a question for the Republicans. How yes. can we? How can we blame
2: this on Hunter Biden?
4: There's got to be a way. <laughs> So well, how does it
2: last 24 bites? Because you have a lot of one-bite rules in states everywhere where... Yeah. Well, they were secret service agents. Yeah. So, it like, you so know... So they keep it secret? Well, kind of. <laughs> All you got to do is look at him. Look, look at, at him. Can you show that picture again? Look at him. He's like, that's boy. right. Yeah. I'm walking. I'm is walking like, here. I'm walking here. Woof, yeah. woof. Woo. Listen to his name. Commander. That's He's right. in charge. He's I'm a, guard. a bite giant. <laughs> He's a guard dog. That's right. You know, that's, that's why... Woof, I, I think people don't understand... <laughs> You know, a lot of people just don't understand. Some things when it comes to dogs, it's just innate. It's part of their nature.
1: Another sicko, in my opinion. It's innate. It's in their nature. It's okay. They're, it's a guard dog. What do you expect? It's not a guard dog. I mean, it's that The president has Secret Service. No... I, they didn't train that dog to attack Secret Service agent. Let me tell you something. What you just heard from Whoopi Goldberg, and not 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 her real name, Sonny, who the uh, NewsBusters calls an anti-Semite, and you could look up and see why by clicking on her on anti-Semite on NewsBusters next to her name, is is demented. It's I. I mean. I. I again, if this was Trump's dog, guarantee you. Well, he should, what What the hell is he doing? How does he let the, why does he still have the dog? How could you allow him to bite Secret Service agents 24 times? He should pay for the hospital bills. He should lose Secret Service protection. I, you know that that's what these morons would be saying. But they're defending the dog biting Secret Service and drawing blood lots of blood in some cases hurting severely secret service agents who put their life on the line every minute to protect the president and his family and then they got to worry about this dog which in in two instances at least charged at these uh, from a distance and one knocked one down and started biting his arm off this is sick oh look at him put the picture up again look at him oh people don't understand People, it's, it's innate, yeah. Sonny, what if what if a dog? <laughs> what if a dog, God forbid, bit your child? They're at a friend's house, and a dog comes charging up to your your child. I mean, you you know, you have adults now or whatever. I guess, uh, whatever. And and bites them, draws blood. There's blood all over the floor, and your 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 child had to go get stitches. Would you come on the next day and say how? Look, can we show a picture of that dog? What people don't understand is, yeah, my kid got bit. Yeah, my kid was bleeding, and if it, you know, profusely, and had to be taken to the hospital and get stitches. And yeah, lucky he didn't. The dog didn't bite the face of my kid, just the arm, uh, just the arm. But you know, what people need to understand is, it's innate. Yeah, I don't see dogs. In my neighborhood going around attacking people you know what just when you think that these these pathetic losing morons on the view couldn't get any worse specifically joy sunny and uh, i mean i don't joy didn't really weigh in except to say how can we blame this on hunter biden um but sunny and Whoopi, really really unbelievable now on another unbelievable note but completely separated from what we just saw and heard oh my god and and you wonder why you wonder why the military the united states military can't meet its recruitment goals now I've talked about the drag queen commercials uh, looking to recruit for the Navy the political correctness in our military run-up freaking muck um, the obsession with making sure military members get paid for and have access to actually I should say have access to and get paid for uh, trans surgery if they want it and what and, and of course abortions on demand if they want it um i want you to listen to this watch this this is our secretary of state anthony blinken this is our this is the secretary of state of the united states of america who has nothing better to do than this with war in the middle east war with russia and ukraine um, threats to Taiwan, Russian Russia wants to put uh, a nuclear capabilities up in space to take out satellites possibly, everything that's going on in the world. This is what they're concerned about. This, he says, 244. The world's on
5: fire. It's good to see the Secretary of State focused on what's important. Antony Blinken reportedly urging his staffers to use gender neutral language. Stop it right now. Carly, if you want to work at state, you need to avoid so called problematic terms like mother and father. I am so offended. Son and daughter. Stop it right now. And husband and wife. I'm going to smack you in the face. <laughs> Instead, our secretary suggests using terms like labor force, folks partner and spouse and in quote when speaking avoid using phrases like brave men and women on the front lines because oh the horror of that and use more specific language such as
6: brave first responders
1: i wish i could just sit here and not say another word for the rest of the hour to let that sink in you can't say mom dad husband wife men and brave men and women on the front lines. Can't say that. What the hell are they if they're not men and women? Folks, this is why, this is why we're done as a nation. We are done as a nation if we don't stop it in its tracks and turn it around. And if Donald Trump gets back in, He's got to do more this time than he did last time when it comes to draining the swamp. Now, from what I've read, there's already legal maneuvering underway to prevent a Donald Trump, a Republican administration, from cleaning house at the Pentagon, at the State Department, of uh, different federal agencies. In other words, there'll be legal protections in place So that, I'm not talking about Blinken, but I'm talking about, you know, the underlings uh, of of these people who put these policies in place and whatnot, that they can't be touched. This country is moving closer and closer to becoming unrecognizable. 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 Recognizable, you know. In some states, they could take your kid away if the kid wants to be called a, a girl and it's a boy, and if the parent doesn't acquiesce in the home and the kid complains, you could lose your kid. This is this is not this is unheard. This you couldn't even have imagined this five years ago. You couldn't have imagined it. But we're here. And in the State Department, which you know it's not the military per se, but when people hear things like this, all they got to do is look at the military policies on their own. But when they hear things like this, as a as a you know uh, uh, as a um, an extension of the military in the Pentagon, and and don't refer to our troops as men and women, why would anybody want to join the military? And that's our problem that's our problem. And then you have f- fools like Joe Scarborough. A couple of weeks ago I played you him, he was talking about how great the country is in sh- great shape. Well, this is the be- the military is the strongest, the best it's been since World War II. Really? We can't meet our recruiting goals. That's number 1. And he said it again yesterday. I think I have I might have it today, I might have it tomorrow. They they, they, they they lie and make things up. And all the while, these policies are killing us in so many different ways. So I, I just thought that, you know, I should have given a warning for this first segment. Between the the, the brain-dead imbeciles on The View defending a dog, biting 20, attacking 24 times Secret Service agents. Um, <laughs> and, and, and now, uh, Blinken's, uh, Pentagon, uh, political correctness, which is just, just insane, but that's where we are. That's where we are. Um, okay. So let me, um, b- before we uh, take a break and, 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 welcome in our guests, um, let me go to, uh, back to the view for a second, if I, if I may. Uh, The View talking about a possible Trump-Biden debate, which I don't think will ever happen, A, I don't think Biden's going to be the the candidate, and B, if he is, he's not going to debate Trump. The floor will be wiped with Biden, and Biden could always say, "Ah, Trump didn't debate anybody, why should I debate him? Believe me, it'll never happen. But the idiots on The View uh, had their own take on all of this, So uh, let's go uh, to uh, cut number 220.
2: Normally, my gut would tell me it's good for democracy. I caveat that with if we did not know these two men as well as we do, it would be more important for them to be debating. The problem is, for the reasons you just spelled out, Donald Trump comes on and without I wish they'd put him in phone booths and cut mics after a certain amount of time, because in addition to the fact fact checking, he overtalks gaslights, and everything else. So the oftentimes the comparison to donald trump makes anyone look less than on some level you know like i know he looks crazy too but remember how he'd like come behind hillary when she was like yeah. and yeah. he was like always hovering over he has these like nonverbal cues that could lead some to believe, oh, he's so strong or he's this, but he just blows the whole thing out of the water. And if he hasn't debated anyone yet, the only debate I would like to see is him and Nikki Haley. If he would debate Nikki Haley, I would support that. I don't think Biden needs to since Donald Trump has done nothing to participate in this democracy since he lost.
1: Done nothing to participate in this democracy. Okay, I'm not sure what the hell that means, but uh, it's the view, so we really don't have to, do we? Uh, And here is uh, one more from them on this, cut 221.
2: We know who Donald Trump is. I don't think you give him that type of platform. But also, if if Biden flubs, they'll be all over him. If Trump flubs, If he doesn't uh, show up, they'll be all over him. But here's the thing, a lot has happened since 2020. January 6th had it happened. Donald Trump needs to have to stand next to Joe Biden. Joe Biden needs to call him out on the unfitness because the reality is we but all at this lies. table- he you know gonna say he had nothing to do with table, it. At this table, we all know who Donald Trump is. Nearly 80 million people voted for him. They need to see the juxtaposition of the two leaders. Yeah, you know. This is an election where there are a lot of political, the most politically homeless Republicans you've probably ever seen in modern history. People like me who cannot vote for Donald Trump, but they still wanna hear answers on policy. But so he, we need Biden to- can lose and he can lose in a debate trump will not the people supporting trump will support him whether he's there or not but that's Biden makes supporters. one mistake and people that are and undecided we, are
1: out no- okay so there you go and uh you got to love Alyssa farrah Griffin's uh griffith's um um analysis on on trump <laughs> now i do have scarborough um pumping up how great the country is uh how everybody who has a problem with anything in this country right now. And there are many, many problems, as we talk about every day. And we just discussed um, um, uh, earlier in the show uh, and this nonsense about how the military is, is the best it's ever been when we can't meet our recruiting goals, which he's, he, he, he said this before a few weeks ago, we played it for you then. So give a listen, here's cut uh, to, um 57.
6: And you look at Every rating from around the world, rating militaries. The United States military, stronger than it's ever been relative to the rest of the world since 1945. There's not a close second. In fact, in the latest ranking I saw, Russia was second. And Russia's military is collapsing. Second to the U.S. military. And yet Donald Trump lies about America's greatness. Donald Trump lies about America's men and women in uniform. Donald Trump lies about what small business owners and entrepreneurs and, 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 and the geniuses of Silicon Valley and what, the, the geniuses on Main Street USA, what they're all doing, what they've done to rebuild our economy after COVID. The lies. I don't understand it, Claire. Why do they bash America so much?
1: Well, Donald Trump, although he's a very wealthy man or is right now, um, understands and knows what the people of this country believe and are feeling and are thinking and what they've gone through and what they're going through. And Joe Scarborough, whose brother in law works for Joe Biden and little Mika sitting next to him, whose brother works for Joe Biden. uh, This is their mission in life to just build up Joe Biden and lie along the way. No qualms about lying along the way. Oh, the country's just great. Hey, look, the Pentagon now can't say mom or dad or husband or wife or men and women on the front lines? Have you ever seen anything so great? Look at our cities. I bet Joe runs right into the limo with Mika when he gets out at, at NBC. No, he I'm sure he walks around the city because it's so safe. Like every other city in America. And I know Joe's not feeling the pinch at the supermarket because they make millions and millions and millions of dollars. But otherwise, Joe is so in touch. One more, and I think little Mika speaks on this one too. Uh here's cut two fifty-eight.
3: So the only blemish on the great country of America worldwide is, in fact, Donald Trump. And can I make a suggestion? I move that every newspaper in America quits doing any fact checks on Joe Biden until they fact check Donald Trump every morning on the front page. It is ridiculous that The New York Times fact checked Joe Biden on something. I mean, he vomits lies. Trump vomits lies. And he, every day, over and over and over again, and it's just ridiculous that the New York Times is doing a fact check on, on Biden while they let Trump, why they're numb to the torrent of lies coming out of Trump's mouth.
1: Okay, so that was uh, Claire McCaskill, of course, former uh, U.S. Senator, MSNBC contributor. How dare the New York Times fact check Joe Biden? How dare they fact check something he had to say? <laughs> Folks. Trump derangement syndrome it just gets worse and worse uh, there is no cure and that's that's it you know just gets worse and worse just when you think it can't get any worse you'll hear things coming out of people's mouths that you say wow that it it, it can get worse all right we're going to we're going to we're going to talk about Donald Trump and some other issues of relevance related to uh, Trump and uh, the penalty uh, that was handed down to him in the civil trial in New York and also raise a few other questions with an attorney for Trump who's also running for public office in the great state of Missouri. So stay where you are. Don't go anywhere. Steve Malzberg right here on TNT. TNT's David Curtin. The noise about this is not out of any genuine concern for Navalny himself or his family, but this has been weaponized in order to bash Putin. And it seems that the media, the mainstream media and the politicians in the West, the powers that be, have got what I would call Putin derangement syndrome, which follows on after Brexit derangement syndrome and Trump derangement syndrome. Something is happening in the world that they don't like. They can't control. They've lost control of the narrative. They've lost control of what they want to happen. And what they want to do by this, by bashing Putin in the mainstream media, is to prolong this terrible war in Ukraine. David Curtin on today's News Talk, TNT.
4: She used to dance and dream of a better life, a brighter future with nutritious food to eat. A chance to learn, to get an education, and do incredible things. Today, thanks to Children International and friends like you, she dances for the world. Together, we give children in poverty a chance to set their sights high and achieve their dreams by ensuring that they have access to health care, education, life skills, and more, so they can grow, thrive, and believe in themselves.
0: Gracias. Gracias.
4: Learn more about Children International and join us in our life-changing work at children.org today.
1: We don't rock, we talk. Today's News Talk, TNT Radio. All right, ladies and gentlemen, so sometimes you find things out during the commercial break that you did not know. Uh, We welcome in for the first time to the show um, uh, Donald Trump, an attorney for Donald Trump, and he's also a former federal prosecutor, and he's a candidate for attorney general in the great state of Missouri. We say hello to uh, Will Scharf. Will, uh, pleasure to talk to you again, Uh, even, (laughs) even, even though I've never interviewed you as an adult, you, you informed me during the break that when you were a youngster growing up in New York City, and I was doing overnights uh, at WABC, which had to be around 2003 and 2004, uh, you would call in overnight, and uh, and you listened to me. That's such a kick for me.
5: Yeah, no, I've been a big fan for a long time, Steve, and it's great to be with you tonight.
1: Well I appreciate that. Okay, I don't even know where to start. We have we have we have some cuts, but let me let me ask you uh, um, we were talk about Biden. I'll get to Trump in a second. I don't want to throw you a curve, but let me ask you something that I asked out loud yesterday and didn't have anybody to answer it, but maybe you could help me here. This loan forgiveness that Biden is pulling, going to California, you know, forgiving X amount of billions of dollars for X amount of, of uh, thousands of students. And, oh, it's just too hard to pay back. It's too intrusive. It's too cumbersome. Blow it off. And, of course, you and I are paying for it. Um, but but the Supreme Court said he doesn't have the constitutional right to forgive loans. Now I know they were talking about a specific Uh, loan forgiveness that he that he that he signed and they were ruling on that but even nancy pelosi had said prior to the ruling that uh, prior to biden doing it the first time that he doesn't have the authority it can only happen from congress i played that bite last night so how does he continue to to forgive loans and loans and loans and will somebody is it incumbent upon somebody now to go back to court and say this guy is spitting in the face of, of, of your decision. I mean, what, what what's going on here?
5: Yeah, you know, th- that really sums it up. And it just goes to show just how lawless the Biden administration has become. Uh, Eric Schmidt, now a U.S. senator uh, from the great state of Missouri, previously our attorney general, sued the Biden administration over that original loan forgiveness program. And The U.S. Supreme Court uh, agreed with Missouri. It struck down Biden's efforts to forgive billions and billions of dollars of loans. What the Biden folks have done since then is they've tried to find ways to kind of uh, pick at the pie, uh, to find batches of student loans that through various laws and regulations, they feel that they have the power to forgive. And bringing challenges to that can legally be very difficult because of standing doctrines or other procedural quirks in the law. So I think these decisions should be challenged. I think what Biden is doing is it's flouting the the U.S. Supreme Court's ruling. It's flouting the law and the Constitution. Uh, unfortunately, it may be difficult to find a, a party that has standing to sue over it. And that's sort of where we're at now. But uh, I'll say that I'd, I'd love to sue the Biden folks over this. They don't have the legal authority to do what they're doing. It's just crazy that hardworking Americans are paying off loans just because Joe Biden's in a tough election and feels like he needs the juice now.
1: Will, can you imagine what the media reaction would be if this were Trump who was, uh, you know, spitting in the face of a Supreme Court decision, finding a way around, or basically saying, go ahead, find someone who has standing. I dare you, I'm going to do this anyway. Uh, that's all we'd be hearing.
5: Yeah, they'd call it the end of the Republic. They'd say that Trump is undermining the rule of law. They'd compare him to Andrew Jackson. I mean, it's all the same stuff we saw from 2017 through 2021. It's the media has an incredible appetite uh, j- just to attack Donald Trump and has essentially no appetite to attack Joe Biden. It's it's crazy. It's not the way journalism is supposed to work.
1: All right, I want to play a soundbite for you, and this is uh, Letitia James. Uh, who brought the case against uh, Donald Trump uh, in, in, in the civil trial, where uh, he was found uh, guilty of uh, defrauding and 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 falsification and everything else that he was found guilty of, and then the penalty came down from the judge, um, imposing uh, almost a four hundred million dollar penalty, and he's got to come up with this uh, by March, come up with the money or take out a bond on it, and um, or w- under the threat of James. Uh, Conf- threatening to confiscate places like uh, properties like Trump uh, 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 flat, uh, Tower. Uh, so let's um, let's listen to what she had to say. She was interviewed on on uh, ABC. Here's 2:54.
0: Four days after a judge ordered Donald Trump to pay 355 million dollars for a decade of fraud, New York Attorney General Letitia James says she's prepared to do everything she can to make sure the former president pays his fine including, she told us, seizing the buildings that bear his name.
4: If he does not have funds uh, to pay off the judgment, uh, then we will seek uh, you know, judgment enforcement mechanisms in court. And we will ask the judge to seize his assets. They said no
0: victim, no one got harmed, the banks got paid back. So no harm, no foul. Why is that not the case in your view?
4: So financial frauds are not victimless crimes he engaged in this massive amount of fraud and it wasn't just a simple mistake a slight oversight the variations were wildly exaggerated and the extent of the fraud was staggering widely exaggerated staggering
1: um give me your take on on all of this and what do you think First of all, how will Donald Trump uh, uh, approach this? Uh, because even pending appeal, I think he's got to come up with the money, if I'm not mistaken, or a bond, as I, I mentioned. And then the interest accrues on that. So what what do you see happening here?
5: Yeah, look, first of all, this is, I think, the first fraud trial in American history where the parties that were supposedly defrauded testified on behalf of the defendant. Every bank, every insurer that Trump dealt with has said repeatedly on the stand, under oath, that Trump in their, in their mind did nothing wrong, that these were good loans, that they were paid in full, uh, that they would make the same loans again. So the idea that there was any fraud here is just insane. Look, Tish James ran for office on the platform that she was going to sue Donald Trump, she was gonna go after his businesses, she was going to take personal revenge on him. Then she got into office and she went out to do exactly that, aided and abetted by the Biden administration. What happened in that New York court's outrageous. We're obviously going to appeal. We have very strong grounds for appeal. Uh, In the meantime, though, it's just crazy and it should offend all Americans that this crazy prosecutor and this crazy judge in New York have effectively, uh, you you know, uh, concocted this insane legal theory that's allowed them to persecute President Trump in, in New York courts.
1: It, it really is it really is totally insane and i, I want you to also hear from uh, uh, alina Habba, who, who i believe was on fox and uh, took issue with uh, my friend andy mccarthy's uh, take on some of this here's cut 260.
3: andy mccarthy wrote this in national review just a quick thought on this before i let you go alina if i may he said to my mind it's unlikely that trump's appeal will result in a clean win For either side, the realist in me is not banking on a sweeping appellate win for Trump. I anticipate that he will get material relief in terms of the dollar amount, but I wouldn't hold my breath on the rest of the penalties. And those penalties matter a lot. What do you say to that? I say that I welcome him to be part of the legal team if he thinks he knows the case better than the team that tried it for 11 weeks. I've been on this case for the better of three years. I can tell you right now, um, there are truly no facts that support any of these decisions. And that, again, I, I can say will be made very clear in our appeal.
1: OK, so I'm sure you agree with her. Tell us tell us the procedure. I mean, again, what's next? I mean, is, is the, it? Is he going to appeal before the money is due to be paid or, or is that an unreasonable expectation that that appeal would be adjudicated and he has to come up with the money? I mean, what, where are we on that?
5: Look, we're going to appeal. We're going to appeal vigorously. As Alina said, there are numerous grounds to overturn this judgment, a judgment, which by the way, I mean, this whole case should have never been in front of Judge and Goron. This should have been referred to the New York commercial division uh, which is a far more sophisticated court from the get-go. There are numerous procedural issues that we're going to raise on appeal. And I think Andy McCarthy is just absolutely wrong. I think there's a very good chance that this whole case just gets thrown out or at least kicked back uh, to its to its earliest phases. In terms of of posting a bond or or paying the judgment, uh, I, I mean, I, I don't want to give up litigation strategy here, but typically right. in cases like this, you you post an appeal bond and then you pursue your rights on appeal. That's totally normal. The idea that Tish James is going to start seizing skyscrapers—this is like deranged liberal fantasy. It's just not going to happen.
1: Well, I'm I'm glad you put it that way, and uh, I you know I, I hope it doesn't happen. Um, let me let me ask you about the uh, March 25th uh, case um, also in in New York, and this case. Explain this to me. Um, you have this uh, this accusation that tr- that Donald Trump paid off. Um, the porn star to be quiet about uh, the, the paid her hush money to, to not talk about an affair that she had with Trump, allegedly, which he denies, um, while he was running for office. Okay, but the statute of limit and it's statute, as uh, Seinfeld told Kramer, not statute. Um, it, the statute of limitations expired, and now it they're trying to 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 like piggyback on that with a another aspect that uh, trump broke the law and and although we don't really know for sure which i don't understand as a layman how he uh, alvin bragg has not revealed this officially yet or how he could get away with not revealing it officially yet when the trial's starting in a, in, in a month but nonetheless he's gonna say that trump broke the uh, maybe election laws and repaid michael cohn from election campaign money uh, to which he wrote a personal check and was reimbursed after he paid uh, Stormy Daniels. So, explain to me how kind of unprecedented this is. What Bragg is trying to do here?
5: So, it's it's actually it's sort of the opposite of what you just said, Steve. What what uh, what Bragg's allegation is, what this case is about? But uh, the the Trump Organization paid Michael Cohen, who was Trump's lawyer, who's a known perjurer, who's a wildly incredible witness. They paid Michael Cohen, who then paid Stormy Daniels. Now, what Bra- And then on their business records, they recorded that as legal expenses. That's a payment to their lawyer they recorded as legal expenses. What Bragg is saying is that that should have been reported as an in-kind campaign contribution because the purpose of the payment was to support President Trump's election campaign, which right. if you know the facts of the case, that's just not true. Uh, there's no basis for that. In fact, the Biden Department of Justice, which is obviously incredibly hostile to President Trump- Right,
1: they refused to prosecute it, yeah.
5: Passed on prosecuting exactly the same case. So they couldn't get DOJ to do it. So instead, the Biden folks sent this guy named Matthew Colangelo, who was the number three in the Department of Justice, over to Bragg's office. And they overruled all the careers in that office and they brought this crazy case. The upshot of all of this is, though, is that at the height of election season, President Trump is going to be on trial in New York. When we talk about election interference, that's what they're talking about. I think with a lot of these liberals, they don't even care whether they win or lose. The point to them is is this election interference campaign is interfering with President Trump's First Amendment rights to run for office and interfering ultimately with the rights of every American to vote for a presidential candidate of their choice. So to me, that's what this is really about. But no, the underlying legal theory doesn't make any sense. The idea that this was somehow a, a federal election crime and the idea that that's the sort of crime that should be prosecuted by the New York D.A. It, it just right. none of this makes any sense at all. And uh, I know the team is, is gearing up for that trial as we speak. And uh, I expect that g- given the fact that the whole case rests on the testimony of a known perjurer like Michael Cohen, I think the evidence is just not going to be there. By
1: the way, I, I, I did say the opposite because, again, I refer, was referring to Seinfeld and I did. I don't know if you, how, how big a f- fan you are, but I did what George did, which got him the Yankee job, uh, the opposite. Um, now, now I, want, I want you to talk about uh, your run for attorney general. Uh, uh, we're talking to Will Scharf here on the Steve Mallsberg Show. You're running uh, for uh, AG of Missouri. Talk about why you decided to do that and, and, and what are the prospects and what could people do to find out more and maybe help, help you along?
5: Yeah, look, like a lot of, I've never run for office before. I was a violent crime prosecutor in St. Louis before uh, before leaving to do this. Uh, like a lot of conservatives, I'm just fed up with career politicians, sort of establishment politicians who are running, uh, I think, our country and certainly the state of Missouri into the ground. Uh, so we're hoping to provide a conservative alternative for the people of Missouri. And so far, the grassroots energy in this state is like nothing I've, I've ever seen before. It's It's way more intense than it was in 2016 and 2020 at any other time since I've been involved in politics out here. People are fed up with the results that they're getting out of government. And that's really the the sentiment we're trying to tap into.
1: Okay. And what's the website where people could go? Oh, and, sure. uh,
5: you can find me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Truth Social at Will Scharf, W-I-L-L-S-C-H-A-R-F. And our website is votescharf.com.
1: That's that's very easy. Listen, um, I I, I first uh, got to know Donald Trump when he bought the uh, New Jersey Generals of the USFL (laughs) before you were born, I'm sure. Um, And he used to come on at WABC. There was no FAN. There was no sports talk radio. He used to come on with us all the time. Uh, Then he started, when I switched to politics, he would come on with me like once a month on WOR. And then at Newsmax, when he was running, he was on with me a lot. We made a lot of news. And um, tell him I said, hello, please. And I would... I would love the opportunity to to speak with him, but anyway, it's been a pleasure and an honor to have you on. I hope you'll come back, and I wish you nothing but the best. And I, I hope we'll speak before uh, before the election.
5: Yeah, anytime. Thanks so much, Steve. Great to be with you.
1: Thank you, Will. Take care, Will Sharf, ladies too. and gentlemen. Wow, and 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 to 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 find out that Will, as a kid, about fourteen, which I don't know if we mentioned on the air would would listen to me overnight and and called in several times and we talked and now look at them uh, i guess that uh, that speaks highly of my uh, educational uh, skills look 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 what i've developed look who i've developed i uh, know he's he's uh, sounds like a brilliant man and uh i wish him nothing but the best in the election check out the website and i'm sure there's a place you could contribute if you like what you see and what you've heard all right folks we will come back because we have one final segment left in the hour See malzberg right here on tnt Deweaponizing weather with reality and perspective
0: we just have got a great example it's on C-fact. If you Google C-Fact, you'll see it. A blog that says climate alarmists like Senator Whitehouse are fueling anxiety in young people. Now, Sheldon Whitehouse is basically a carpetbagger. He's up in Rhode Island. He came from North Carolina. He knows absolutely zero about the history of New England hurricanes. If he does know something about it, then all his posturing about how bad hurricanes are getting in New England have to be complete lies you know why we've just gone through the longest stretch of time in the last 150 years of no hurricane hits in new england it's a record drought of hurricane hits on the new england coast but you got this guy up there and he's a rhode island senator and he realizes that's about the only place he can get elected senator maybe in connecticut but they have established democrats there and he just spouts off and says stuff that has nothing to do with reality. And I would love to debate this guy. It would be like having someone I'd love to wrestle, just mop the floor with him. But listen to this, this came from Bloomberg Green. In the most critical cases, climate anxiety disrupts the ability to function day to day. Children and young people in this category feeling alienation from friends and family, distress when thinking about the future, intrusive thoughts about those who will survive, according to this guy's research, Heckman Patients who obsessively check for extreme weather, read climate change studies, and pursue radical activism, well, they seem to be in the norm. Some devastatingly consider suicide as the only solution. Now, who is responsible for that? Who's responsible for that? Certainly not the climate, certainly not the weather. We have four times the amount of people on the planet that we did in 1930 with 128, the climate deaths. It's people like Sheldon Whitehouse. This is TNT climate and weather watchdog meteorologist Joe Bastardi asking you to enjoy the weather. It's the only weather you got.
1: On a virtual road, you can test the limits of your driving ability to see how fast you can go under the most extreme conditions. Like when it's
0: dark, when the weather's bad, or when the unexpected happens. The higher the speed,
1: the harder the impact. But driving isn't a game or a race. When you're on the road, just 10 miles per hour over the limit can mean the difference between life and death. You're responsible for people's lives and your own. Slow down and save lives. You're with Steve Malsberg on today's News
0: Talk Radio, TNT.
1: All right, folks, you know that uh, TNT is a, a global news talk station that does uh, what others only say they do 24-7. We're on the air on uh, video and audio and uh, providing a service to you that uh, really is, uh, is worth a lot. It's really worth a lot. And um, no one in the world does what we do, crisscrossing the globe. We have hosts uh, that, that are in all parts of the world. It really is amazing that in two and a half years what what TNT has become. Now, um, you know that um, it's very critical now with all that's going on uh, to combat the misinformation, the disinformation from the mainstream media, and they're helped along by their sponsors who have an agenda like the people they sponsor and the stations that they sponsor. So I'm gonna ask all of you to do us and in the long run yourself a favor and uh, go to the website, go to uh, tntradio.live, and contribute. Contribute whatever you can. Uh, it'll help us along to keep things going, and in the meantime, we're looking for the right sponsors who will be able to, um, you know, make, make it possible for us to continue to do what we're doing. So, again, give, a, give whatever you can. Nothing's too little, and we'd appreciate it uh, very much. Okay, folks, Let's move back um, to this. Uh, This is um, back to Joe Scarborough, who I think, well, you know what I think of Joe Scarborough. And, you know, what he said before about the military and all that, this, this fantasy of his, that the country is just you know the best it's ever been look at it i mean joe biden there's never been a president like him and he's so and he's so smart and intelligent and 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 mistakes and and cognitive ability oh get out of here what are you kidding me so you know that's where he's coming from and as i said there should be an asterisk there should be something on the bottom of the screen every time they mention joe biden that mika's brother his brother-in-law works for joe biden but of course there's not So here's big, tough, macho Joe um, Scarborough. um, Really just showing how little he is by what he says about the Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson. Here's cut 237.
6: The message that she is getting right now from Mike, little Mike Johnson, Trump, just devastating. And the message is this Republicans, past 50 years, have been the main force to push back hard on communism. Surrendered to the communists. And here we are. Here we are. A guy who wants to be president again, and his pathetic little speaker who are actually doing Vladimir Putin's bidding.
1: It's, <laughs> well, that's the new thing. You know, whether it's not bringing up the Ukraine, uh, the Ukraine aid in the House, or whether it's the impeachment of Joe Biden, one of the key witnesses, the Justice Department now says, made up or got in false information from Russia and presented it to the FBI as fact, um the 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 five million dollar pay payoff that joe and hunter allegedly got from china so now it's like a whole russian a new russian conspiracy that the left is presenting when of course there's a million other facts that need to be looked into when it comes to joe biden and his son's business and his brother and this and that we keep finding out more and more things every day but do you like this little little mike johnson little mike johnson whoa you're so tough It reminds me of Cory Booker. Well, that's a different story. You know, Cory Booker, my testosterone makes me want to punch Trump. Said that when Trump was president. A U.S. senator on national TV saying his testosterone makes him want to punch Trump. Talk about inciting violence, right? But nobody ever said that. I've said that. Some people on the right have said that, but nothing ever happened to Cory Booker. And that he—that's—I believe that that's for a different reason, altogether. But Joe, I don't know—he's got to prove how macho he is for a—because di- Mika's sitting there, you know, little Mike Johnson. I'm—I'm big, tough Joe Scarborough. What a jerk! Um, here's one more from uh, that crew. Actually, actually, uh, that was—that uh, was the only one on uh, uh, on that issue. So let me um, let me uh, try to well. Let me try to fit this one in. A couple of cuts. Nikki Haley was on with um, with Harris Faulkner on Fox. And uh, here's cut 263.
3: How do you get there beyond the state when you haven't won a state yet? How do you win your first state? I mean, it's amazing to say I haven't won a state yet. <clears throat> You've only had three states that have voted. Well, it's not amazing. We need to South go Carolina's ahead and winner these take states- all. I mean, it, it's it's, yeah, but it's we need to let he's gonna pick states, up more delegates. South Carolinians have not voted yet. South Carolinians have not voted yet. Look, if if you and everybody else tells me to get out of this race,
1: I'm not it telling will be you the anything.
3: longest general election race in history.
1: <laughs> you and everybody else tells me to get out of this race. I'm not telling you anything. <laughs> and of course, the South Carolina primary is Saturday here in the US and she's going to lose. She's going to get trounced. Uh, here is cut two. Uh, don't tell me. Don't tell me. Nobody tell me. Here is cut to 260, Keep in mind, 70
3: percent of Americans have said they don't want Trump or Biden. They are the sure. most disliked politicians in America. 60 percent of Americans have said Donald Trump's too old and Joe Biden's too old to run for president. We have to win. And we need a new generational leader that can put in eight years of hard work day mm-hmm. and night making sure we get things done. No drama, no vendettas, just results for the American people. I'm determined to go to every single state and give people the right. If 70 percent don't want Trump or Biden, let them Mm. have another option. Let's let them vote. Let's let this play out. 10 days after South Carolina, 20 plus states and territories will vote. Let's let that happen.
1: That, of course, uh, she's referring to Super Tuesday, which is you got Saturday, this Saturday, South Carolina, then uh, not the, not the next Tuesday next week, but two Tuesdays from this week uh, will be Super Tuesday, and she's making it sound like she will reevaluate after Super Tuesday. And come on already! I mean, w- what is she hoping for? Is she does she she probably has enough money? She still has contributors that are going to keep financing her until they see if Trump goes to jail. Is that it? I mean, even that that won't change anything. He could still run from jail he'll have the delegates so i don't i i really don't know why she's staying in either she's going to be humiliated on saturday folks thank you tomorrow same place same time 9 p.m eastern time tell your friends tell your enemies god willing we'll do it all over again and uh, who knows what we'll be talking about by tomorrow keep it tuned right here steve malzberg on tnt